The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Nah, 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 come on! On this episode of the Heat Check, COVID. Yes, COVID, it's everywhere. Uh, I have currently entered health and safety protocols. Um, I don't have COVID, but I'm just out. I'm just going to be out for a few days. Um, Nobody is safe from COVID, though, in the NBA or in the NFL, especially role players, but even, even LeBron James. Games are being shut down, star players are out, teams are having to field like six, seven, eight players. I mean, what are we doing? And guess what? Like, I don't think it's going away. I don't think, I think this is a new reality, a new frontier, as they say, a new hurdle to the game. So go ahead, Rock, drop that motherfucking beat. Omarion, Omicron, I mean. It's uh, it's here. Uh, Omarion is not. He's somewhere. He's alive. He's alive. Omarion, I've got an icebox where my heart used. Hold on, hold on, one second. If only Omicron was as fun as Omarion. Not as fun. Definitely spreading like wildfire, just like Omarion's seed. Uh, Omarion was fucking with a bunch of entertainers, and he was... I've got an icebox. Anyway, I'm just fucking around. Uh, I'm trying to make COVID funny. It's not easy. It's not easy. Um, apologies for folks who re- recognize that I missed Monday's episode. I was too out with COVID. So I was out with the COVID booster. I got a Moderna mRNA. Apparently the FDA, EPA, DHA, whoever is saying, CDC, I think, is saying the mRNA booster is the best. Why is it the best? Well, it put me on my ass, and you can tell that means it's working. There's something in there. It's giving you something. I don't know what it's doing in there, but it's like Omarion is in there with all kinds of screws and like like a needle nose pliers handling my immune system trying to make sure that the next Omarion that comes my way is like, hey, bitch, get out the way. I know who you are. I've seen you before. So, yeah, there's the actual protection of COVID, which is the Omarion booster. Uh, but maybe, maybe we should have seen uh, this outbreak coming. I mean, NBA has been clamping down on testing since Thanksgiving. uh, And LeBron has been the first domino to fall. 
Uh, I mean, they could not even find a way to protect. This is how we know that the NBA doesn't know what they're doing with COVID is because they didn't even find the loophole for LeBron James. Like they hadn't created, they hadn't planned for LeBron James getting Omarion. Like they didn't know, you know, they're like, hadn't found the LeBron James rule. Like LeBron James, close contact. We all know we protect LeBron James at all costs. He hits a guy in the face, he's out one game. That's it. Like, he gets COVID, you test him and test him and test him and test him some more, and then you test some other guy, and then that's his test. Like, right? <laughs> like, that's that's what should have happened. Um, but they didn't even know to do that. So, to me, that proved that the NBA has no idea how to handle COVID. This is a new frontier for them. Because when it came to COVID... Braun did not only not get special treatment, I think he got royally fucked. I think actually, even if he was a role player, I'd feel bad for him. And Braun is not used to getting less than star treatment. So here's what happened. This is the first shoe to drop in the age of COVID. Uh, first and foremost, LeBron James is vaccinated. I don't know what his booster status is. So don't ask me. I don't know. Uh, but due to close contact on November 30th, LeBron James had to test for a breakthrough case. He tested negative at first, and then the second test came back positive, which then put him into the league's COVID protocol. COVID protocol. So this is what happened. And then all hell broke loose. So apparently LeBron James had to figure out a way to get back to L.A. from Sacramento himself that Tuesday that he tested positive, and he wasn't allowed to have anyone travel with him either. And then when he returned to L.A., he basically had to isolate himself away from his family as well. So he had to find accommodations for his family, all the peeps, and find a way to isolate himself. And I know he's rich. I know he's a billionaire. But, like, that's annoying. Like, that is stressful. You're all of a sudden gone from the king to, like, a pariah in, like, an instant you know, like you're a leper now. Hey, you got COVID. Have you ever seen anyone that you know and you know them personally and then they tell you they've got COVID? Like that you, it changes how you see them like, for a while. Like I lived with someone who got COVID and they had to quarantine in the basement uh, while I was moving to D.C. And like she's a young girl, she's 20. And I'm like, I don't care that you've tested negative 16 times. Like uh, you can't sleep anywhere near me. Get off that couch. No, like uh, you stay over there. Like give me spray some Lysol. That was LeBron James though. And this is what LeBron said. He was pissed. He was super pissed. Uh, that's probably an understatement actually. He said, yo, it was a big time inconvenience. Usually when you have a positive test, they'll test you right away to make sure. This was not that. There was not a follow-up test after my first positive. It was straight to isolation. And then you go into protocol. That was the part that angered me. He never felt sick. Never had any symptoms. He had already tested negative. And yet, draconian COVID rules it was for the king. He was like, I will, if, it, if it was like, oh, I had a positive COVID test. If what I had, by the way, it was a false positive. Like this was a false positive. He had tested negative eight consecutive times. Never really even had COVID. Still had to go through the ringer. And he said, if what I had was a positive COVID test, then what are we even doing here? Like, what is this? What are we even talking about? I thought they handled it extremely poorly. And like, they did. They did. He did not have COVID at all. And he, like I said, was cleared to play. Before he was cleared to play, he had to test positive eight separate tests, eight separate times, which is why he got on Twitter and tweeted all those fish emojis. 
and the thinking emoji, like something's fishy. And I was like, wow, LeBron James is a conspiracy theorist. No, he literally had a false positive, couldn't play in a game against Sacramento. They did beat Sacramento without LeBron, but who knows? Like, they could have lost that game, and that game was important. And thank thank you to LeBron James for being one of the only people who are speaking out against what we think. I think as a collective is like, I don't even know what we're doing. I'm not sure what's right. I'm not sure what's wrong. I just know what you guys are doing is wrong. Like, I know pretty much everything that you guys are doing is, is being handled poorly. If they can't handle LeBron James, then how do you think they handle like someone like Wayne Ellington or Austin Reeves? Shout out to Austin Reeves. Great shot in overtime. They're calling him the new Caruso. Uh, and then you add in, then you, yeah, then you add in the fact that you've got this new Omarion variant and you have a new testing protocol where people not only have to be vaccinated and now also have to be boosted. And the NBA is just in a tailspin. Like they come back from Thanksgiving and everybody's got COVID. Everybody's testing positive for COVID. Uh, You've got Omarion, which is the most, literally the Omicron variant is the most transmissible variant we've ever seen. It's mild, but it's transmissible as hell, like like Omarion. And Adam Silver said, (laughs) he's a mild-mannered guy. Adam Silver said before the season, he was positive. He was confident they would not have to postpone games. He scheduled the entire season up front, unlike last season where he only scheduled half and was like, we'll see how things are going with how many postponements and where we put everyone in the back half of the season. I think this is probably a miscalculation on his part, like truthfully, because I don't know how they're going to deal with this at all moving forward, like not even – like, you have a league that's not even fully vaccinated. And now they're like, yo, you also need to have boosters. Like, you not only need to be fully vaccinated, you need to also have boosters. Bulls have now lost two-thirds of their team in three days. They've had to cancel their last two games. So I'd say that was a miscalculation on Adam Silver's part. All of sports are having some trouble with this. Currently, as I walked into the studio, they've already moved a couple of NFL games around as well. Uh, Kings... Sacramento Kings, of course, hilariously are in full protocol. Like all of them, Alvin Gentry's in protocol, like Davion, De'Aaron Fox, Marvin Bagley, like the bag boy, the fans, the whole city. I think uh, actually Sacramento as a whole is in protocol. Like the Sacramento radio guy, Damian Barling, he's also in protocol. I mean, Nets also had to play with eight players just the other night. It was just KD and Patty Mills out there rocking out. It was just, that was the only two that I knew. Even when you've got guys like DeAndre Bembry that are in protocol, like everyone. You had a guy, David Duke Jr., playing on the Brooklyn Nets. Do you think right now in these times we want to be rolling out David Duke in Brooklyn? Not in these times or any times. Black kid named David Duke? No, no. Like that kid is at the end of the bench. Poor Dante DiVincenzo rehabbed his high ankle sprain for six months, got cleared to play this week for the Bucks, and they need him, boy, because there's a bunch of other Bucks that are in protocol. And then, boom, DiVincenzo, COVID, Omarion. So, I mean, the shit is having an impact. And I think it's going to change who's going to make it to the playoffs and who's not. Because in this league right now, with a significant level of parity, one or two games in December 
January, February is the difference between four seed and a six or seven seed. So this is Adam Silver's nightmare, is it not? Like we talked about how earlier this uh, year, how COVID almost derailed the finals. What do you think it's going to (laughs) do moving forward with new, more transmissible variants? Are they just going to stop testing players? Because that's what happened earlier. Like They weren't testing players at all that were vaccinated in bunny ears. Vaccinated in bunny ears. Because we don't know. Like We don't really know. We've got guys like Antonio Brown faking vaccine cards. My sister sending me text messages being like, can I see your vaccination card? I'm like, no. No, bitch. I do not need you pulling off a felony off of your sister's. This isn't like a fake ID when I used to drink when you're 10 years old. No, this is not the same. I think 10 years older. She's still like, this is not the same as like I'm 19. Hey, sis, can I borrow your your uh, driver's license? It's like, no, I could go to jail. You could go to jail for like for a very long time. So I'm wondering this. Are we going to get to a point where the NBA just stops testing altogether? Because that's what was happening before. They weren't testing vaccinating, vaccinated players because they didn't know really anything. They didn't know that these breakthroughs were going to happen at mass and then guys who weren't vaccinated have like a higher quote-unquote viral load, paging Dr. Crick, like higher viral load. And then like, okay, what happens? Like now do fans need to sign waivers? If you go into an arena and they're not testing players that are either not fully vaccinated or not fully boosted or what if someone has COVID, it's a breakthrough case and you're not vaccinated, you're wearing a mask and you're on the sidelines right there on front in the front row. What if you get COVID because you didn't know Marvin Bagley's bum ass had COVID and he falls on you with this sweat and his breath and then all of a sudden you're on a ventilator. Like our guys, like these are real realities we need to be calculating in our mind because this isn't just like a seatbelt law. This isn't like, oh, my body, my choice. I can go through the windshield. It's like, well, what if you could go through the windshield and because you went through the windshield like 10 others also went through the windshield. It's closer to that. And that's where I think we're at is I'm not sure that the NBA knows how to really calculate how to move forward without possibly facing lawsuits. Maybe we're going to get to the point where everyone just has to sign releases. Hey, if you get COVID, if you get COVID and die, we are not at fault. Like that happens in America because we're so sue happy as it is. Like you have to sign releases for fucking everything. You go to Six Flags. Hey, if you fall out of our roller coaster and die, it's not our fault. Just want to let you know you got to sign this in advance. Like who knows? And this illustrates that what? We know nothing. No one knows anything. NBA doesn't know anything. I don't know anything. The scientific community, they sure as hell don't know anything either. And that all trickles down because when the smartest people in the world don't know anything and it's a developing situation, let me tell you this. Dumbasses like me know negative amounts of things. Like, that's where we're at. They're now saying that Omicron could have mutated in one single immunocompromised human being. So somebody with lupus or diabetes or, uh, what's it, uh, not lupus, Lyme, Lyme's immunocompromisation, that's what I meant. That person can now develop the Crick variant, the Crick variant, the <laughs> love variant. Yeah, exactly. No. Yeah, get out of here, Crick. Stay out of here, Trisket. So it seems impossible now to solve if one human 
one random immunocompromised human anywhere in the world can create a new variant inside of their body like a little, uh, like a test tube. I mean, I don't know what we're doing. And if that's the unknown, the one thing that we do know is that there's going to be more things coming up, more variants. Who knows what next R&B singer I'll be joking around about what's coming next. And as I went to air, this Woj bomb, this is the bomb. Just as I suspected, the NBA is trying to skirt around and trying to change the rules. Because they know what's up. They're like, as it stands, our rules are going to fuck us from getting money. So the NBA and the MBPA are currently discussing modified COVID protocols. The two had already agreed to start testing on testing vaccinated players without booster shots on Friday. But there are conversations around further testing and protocols with the uptick in positive cases. And then he followed the next day with this. The increased testing will run December 26th to January 8th. Masks will be required for players, coaches, and staff on the bench, in the locker, wait in training rooms while traveling with teams per memo shared with the teams. Fun times! Uh, just in time for All-Star Weekend uh, that's going to be in one of the coldest, most miserable places in the country, Cleveland, the land, not Miami, where you can do everything outdoors. Nope, in a place like Cleveland in the dead of winter where you have to put yourself in a tiny enclosed space with a bunch of fucking thoughts, because that's what happens, is a bunch of ratchet girls come to All-Star Weekend, probably to pull a Britney Renner or two, and probably end up with Omicron. That's what we're going to... You want a baby and some child support, you end up with Omicron, and now our whole league is in fucking shambles. They're probably never going to stop testing. They're like, oh, we're going to wait for a down tick. Let me just be very, very clear, folks. I am a pessimist, but I am a realist. The down tick's not coming. That's all the time that we have for the This Heat Check. We will be back Monday. I know, optimism. We will be back Monday early, squirrely, with a new episode talking about the most surprising team in the NBA not named the Cleveland Cavaliers. Do not forget to download, subscribe, and tell all your friends. Follow us at social on at This Heat Check and at Trista Crick on TikTok. I'm so cold, I'm so cold, I'm so cold. I'm so cold, I'm so cold, I'm so cold. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts.